You think you get stupid questions? You should hear the barrage of stupid questions I get. Thanks for listening to another episode of Stupid Questions with Jason Harvey. Um, you guys are the best. Keep listening, and uh, I'll keep loving you. <laughs> I don't know what uh, I will. I'll love you regardless. But just, uh, just listen, guys. Li- <sighs> I want to be able to tell my mom that people care besides her. So just keep listening. We love you, Jason. So uh, anyway, we got uh, an awesome guest on the show. Uh, Kind of, uh, you guys have seen the Wizard of Oz, and you've seen like that giant head, and it's just like we have the man behind the curtain here. Uh, we've got my producer on the show today, Sasha Bloom. What up, bud? Hey, how are you? Good. It's good to see it's you. Good thanks to see you. Me. Of course. Thanks for coming on. You know what? <clears throat> it's kind of a cool thing to uh, have you on this episode because it'll be a year. This the fifteenth. The fifteenth. The yeah. Monday. Yep. Yeah, the Monday. The fifteenth will be a year. Of uh, of podcasting with you, and I've only had one person quit on me, which is pretty awesome. That is pretty awesome. Andy well, fucking gold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I won't quit on you. Don't fire me though. Okay. <laughs> Don't fire me. No way. Uh, so yeah, well, thanks so much for uh, for everything that you do. Like it's it's been awesome working with you the past year, and I hope to have an awesome, successful year and many many more to come. So. Oh, thanks for doing it. It's. It was really hard to ask you guys to do this. It's like, <laughs> give me a lot of your time for free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. Be completely vulnerable to the whole world and trust me to edit it. <laughs> and, and make you sound okay. Yeah. Well, no, you've, uh, you've probably made me sound better than I make myself sound anywhere else. So. I work hard at it, not but, just you. Yeah, but. you're like, I trust me, I know. I, I hear the uncut. <laughs> Recordings you send me, Jason. Say, um, <laughs> really, um, again, um, ah, yeah, really. No, it's been a blast, man. I. Uh, that's why I wanted to start a podcast network is for the stories of people with HIV and cancer and senators to be to have a outlet for the community because, like, the stories that you've brought to stupid questions, whether it's a cancer survivor or the woman with HIV, or getting to talk to the senator, you don't get to hear those conversations anywhere else in the world. Like, radio's not going to do it. Yeah. Television's not going to do it. The, uh, the, you were there when, because uh, we did the, uh, when Rachel came yeah. in studio and talked about uh, living with HIV, you were there. Yeah. And then uh, this is, I'm sitting in the exact spot I was when I interviewed Christy about, having cancer yeah and that was honestly that was the probably the i cancer scares the shit out of me like it's one of those things that's just like i hope i cross my finger i don't want anybody to get it you know but i don't i don't want to have it like it's and uh interviewing her and talking to her about that was probably one of the most i don't know like intimate might not be the right word but it at the same time it was a very it, uh, I, she just talked the way I don't know. She just opened up the way that she just opened up and really was, hey, this is this is it. Like the uh, the how emotional that that interview was was really amazing to me. No, it made me want to cry in a lot of different ways. Not only because you felt her pain, but then there was also like this rocky moment with her too, where she's like, "Fuck the world, I'm beating this. I'm not dying yeah. yet." Yeah, you know, and it's it was remarkable. But yeah. I want to. I'm going to have her back on on the show at some point. I'm going to try and work something out to where we can go to Huntsman or something like that and try and get like a fun, like some fundraising thing. Maybe do a live, do it as no, a live show or important. something like that. I think <clears throat> that kind of stuff is important because anyone who has good friendships is usually funny. So you could put microphones in every household throughout the world. And probably a lot of the podcasts are going to be, or recordings are going to be interesting to some people. Well, well yeah, because but, relationships are, yeah. the relationships that those people yeah. have. But <clears throat> bringing 
truthfulness and real humanism to a broadcast, whether it's podcasting or radio, television, is very tough to do. And it needs to be done more often. Yeah. You know, it can't just be NPR that does seven minutes once a month on a horrific story. Yeah. It needs to happen every week. Well, I think... uh with you talking about that, there was a uh, one of the most interesting articles that I've ever read. Eileen Dobbins shared it uh, on Facebook a while ago, and it was about mass shootings and how they're oh they're so and who's to blame and there this this person wrote an article and it's like I have the solution, but you don't want it. And this is the solution, is that we need to start giving a shit about people again. Basically, <laughs> it didn't say that it was. <laughs> someone who who's a great writer <clears throat> wrote it not Jason Harvey just being like you just people need to give a shit about each other but it talked about how we've lo- we we need to be more engaging if we see somebody stepping out you know like if it's like well that person's alone or what are they doing you know be like hey you okay yeah. give a sh- like we need to care more and i think that that's that's how you i i think that podcasting's done a lot for that as far as being able to share stories or hear people's stories more. And because, I mean, you can listen to, you know, this American life or whatever from NPR on their, their podcasting. But I think a lot of it, you, you have journalists doing it, but when it's a real person who's just like, Hey, I have, I bought the recording equipment. We've got it. We can, I, I want to talk to you about this. But I, th- I think that one of the great things about radio is there's a tremendous amount of gratefulness and privilege that the broadcaster has. Even if they're doing top 40 radio yeah. stuff, it is an incredible honor to have an FCC license. And well, that's and not it, There's present. a rich history yeah. behind broadcasting, whether it's talk radio, throwing out, oh, we're bringing you the hits all night long. You know, there's uh, that's it's something I grew up listening to the radio a lot. I remember listening to radio shows with my uh, my dad had cassette tapes yeah. that were recorded from like I mean HUL's War of the Worlds. He had that stuff, and then all the like, sorry, wrong number, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. Uh, and it's very competitive, and it's taken very seriously because there's a lot of money going through. But that's not the case in podcasting yet. And there are a lot of people, not only in this market, but throughout the country, who are horrendous with their microphones. And <laughs> I don't like that. They, they, yeah. You know, there's shows that will basically listen to all the shows in one market and then try to take all their guests. And that happens all the time in this city. It's like, well, someone from Earhole has a guest. I guarantee and it, they're good. It doesn't matter if it's on your show or my show or Guy's show. They're going to be on that person's podcast the following week. And that's a slap in the face. You know, it's like there's so much talent. Go out there and find your own guests. Go out there. Dig to be original. Dig to be original. And that's one of the things I really want to take this podcast network to is to be more meaningful. You know, because it's one thing, you know, we can give comics time. Because, you know, it's kind of how OU Radio started was we were a place for comics to come and kick it. That's how I met you. yeah. And it was a lot of fun and a lot of great. I had jokes. a blast. Yeah. yeah, I I still miss Patrick. Oh, I still miss too. seeing him regularly. Yeah, <clears throat> but I think that there's an intrigue. Patrick, I miss seeing you on the reg. <laughs> I'm trying to get him to do a podcast out in L.A., but you know, it's he's a bike rider, so he's got a lot of bike rides he has to take. <laughs> what? <laughs> he's he, a professional bicycle racer. What? Yeah, that's what he used to do. You didn't know this? No. Yeah, with the tight pants and jersey. Sh- That's why. He, okay, well, that now that makes so much more sense because he knew, like, seemed to know like way too much about biking for just a casual person. It's it was one of the things that kind of freaked me out about him, and now that makes <laughs> now he's a completely normal person in my head. I I just thought that it might be his jaws or something like where it's just like. Somebody hears something, he's like, did you know? And I just have to start spouting facts like shit. I had a girl. I opened up for Julian McCullough, and she had a shark tattoo and just fucks with me. When I any Anytime I see sharks, I like sharks so much that I'm yeah. just like, did you know? 
I I memorized shark facts as a kid because I'm like, this is what will get me laid. <laughs> but I actually, so this girl had this shark tattoo, and I said something. I can't even remember what I what I said to her. Something like about, oh yeah, well most of the shark attacks that happen are be they're done by young sharks, and it's a they or it's a mistaken identity. Yeah. <laughs> they don't know better. They just love they just shark sugar. They just yeah, they're just like, Oh man, that's a seal. They haven't got they've got those seal goggles just on. A dumb shark. Well and so I'm I'm saying this and like I'm in my head, she and I are talking about sharks. Like yeah. nobody else is involved and there's other people around and she's just like You're not gonna tell me anything I don't know about sharks and was just a total <laughs> bitch to me. <clears throat> and I just, I wanted to fire back and I didn't, I bit my tongue because, uh, there was an out of town comic that was trying to sleep with her. And so I didn't want to ruin it for him because I wanted to just be like, I'm not, I'm not telling you any of this. Cause I, I'm not trying to sleep with you. I'm, I'm trying to talk about sharks. <laughs> like I, I would rather talk about sharks than sleep with you. Like that's, <laughs> that's where we are. And now I don't even want to talk about sharks with you because you know everything there is to know about them because you got one tattooed on you. <laughs> what a pretentious thing. It would piss me off because I'm like, oh, well, you got one tattooed on you? I read a fucking shit ton, ton of books and shit about them because I thought I'm going to be a marine biologist. That's what will happen because that, you know, the ocean in Utah yeah. will help me be a marine biologist. Have you ever done scuba diving in Utah? No, I've wanted to. Yeah, they got a they, big. They even have just one like right up the. They have a place that'll teach you right up the street from. Where yeah, but I live. there's a cave out in the desert somewhere, where it's like forty feet deep of water, and they've brought in sharks and angelfish and all types of stuff, and. Whoa, what? What? That? That's a thing. It's yeah, real. Yeah. Where? It's between here and Elko, so. Well, you'll have to get on Google. I diving, will, yeah. Scuba diving, Utah, it'll pop up. Yeah. Yeah. And you go in a cave, so not only are you scuba diving, but you're spelunking. Yeah. See, that cave shit's not for me, though. <laughs> I'm claustrophobic, and then you add the underwater element to it, and that's just too... And then a big, giant shark. Well, I'm fine with sharks. Like, <laughs> I, sharks don't... Like, because if I'm going to... Like, dude, could you imagine? <laughs> like, dude, I'd be the most famous person ever. Uh... Jason Harvey was attacked and killed by a shark in Utah. <laughs> you did hear that. Yes, you 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 heard that correctly. Utah, shark attack in Utah. Comedian Jason Harvey, if you could call him that. Uh, <laughs> we're going to because his family wants us to <laughs> make him feel special. Podcaster Jason Harvey attacked by a shark in Utah. No, you should do it. It's not even a, the shark wasn't even a man eater. <laughs> it just completely mistook him for a weakling because that shark loved cowards. Thought you were a pelican. Yeah. <laughs> Dumb bird. Just, mm, mm. wait, is that a coward? <laughs> yep, let's eat it. Awesome. So, uh, what? Let's just talk about. Let's just talk about the podcasting network. Then, okay. I mean, uh, what what plans do you have as far as like? Do you have anything moving forward this year? Now we're coming up on boom one year anniversary, and now we're moving forward. What do you? Well, it's really tough because we record out of iHeartMedia in Salt Lake City. Yes, and I hate working there. Yeah, and my general manager does not like me. Like, he sees me just as a TV guy. He doesn't see me as a radio guy. And you've been doing radio for quite a long time. Yeah, three and a half years. Yeah, I was going to say. Like, the amount of talent I've brought into that building is stunning in terms of guests that we've all had. Yeah. And having Rick Aaron, who's a seven-time Emmy winner, in there every day. And Alan Handy, who's got a huge radio show. Yes. And then comedians like you and Tasha and Jackson and Marcus and Guy and... There's a plethora of talent, and no one seems to give a fuck. Like, my GM straight flat out told me, he goes, I have no money for you. He's like, I'd love to give you 50 grand, but I have nothing for you. Yeah. Fair enough. I totally yeah. get it. But that means I don't want to be there. So I yeah. have this whole podcast network created in a quarter million dollar studio, and I hate working there. 
the studio is so nice. Yeah. It is such a nice place to work. And the only overhead that I pay is, you know, I pay Dylan Mazziotti, our webmaster, some money, but I'm more of a charity case because I don't have much money. Yeah. And so this whole thing is created on me working at a place that doesn't have anything for me. Yeah. And so it's a real battle for me. It's like, well, why am I spending a day of my life working there when no one cares about me? Right. And so where is the podcast network going to go? I don't know. Because I want to quit iHeart every single day. Yeah. And just do TV full time. Because that's. You, you make know, more. There's. Oh, that's where money. I pay my bills. Okay. Yeah. It pays. Yeah. Lights <laughs> and food. And and there's no bullshit. Yeah. There's no bullshit. I work with great professionals and we do our job and we're out of there. And in radio, it's a big family. So you have to deal with people's drama, you know. And now that I'm only there once a week, everyone's mad at me because I'm not pitched in to help. But it's like, I'm not going to make X amount of money here and three-fourths is less here yeah. just to make your life easier. Yeah. Right. Do your things, guys. <laughs> yeah. Scratch your own backs. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. And we, get, we remember the Christmas bonus were back scratchers so we could reach every spot on our own back. Yeah. <laughs> and that's difficult for me. So... <laughs> You know, but it's like, am I going to go do what Chris Hollyfield does? And I don't know if he rents out that building, but he's got some type of deal with American Musicians Radio or whatever it is. And am I going to go that route or am I going to spend five grand and get everybody podcast machines and then let them do it? I don't know. I don't know what the next bridge is, but I know it's fucking awesome. I know what we're doing is amazing. Yeah. Even if we don't get supported by our community. Yeah, well, that's the it, the thing is, is I think uh, the more time we put into it, I know I'm getting better with getting ideas on what to do with shows, and like I have some, I have some pretty good ideas. I want to talk to my dad about having uh, polio. I've never because I've never like he's been my dad <clears throat> my whole life, and it's never been something that we've ever just like, hey, tell me about this because that's and it's it's not a common thing. Not like, anymore. No, like it's a. Re- I've I've known two people that I can think of my entire life that had polio, and that's even strange that I've known two. I don't know anyone. That's exactly that's what I'm saying. Like, and one of them is my dad. So I mean, obviously, I'm going to know him unless he just bailed on me, and like he didn't. He's still he's still around. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, good for you, Dad. I love you. <laughs> muzzle, muzzle. Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day, Dad. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, and then one of them was just another guy who happened to move into Morgan where I grew up. It, it, he had polio also. And that's, but it's one of those things that I'm like, well, I've, n- nobody knows that much about it. And this is something that I have a personal connection with because it changed not only his life, but my life as well, because I think I would have been a different person had he not had polio and had no muscle in one leg. Yeah. Because he would have probably played sports instead of got as into music as he did, which became a big thing. Big music was a big deal to him. So that became – that's our connection. Like that's pretty much what my dad and I have is music. That's what we can still talk about and be like, music? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, and, and so that's something I want to talk to him about. And I think that that should be like a pretty cool yeah. interview. So I think – Everyone's got a good story to tell. Yeah. The difficulty is finding someone that can communicate the story. Yeah. Right. That's a real struggle because there's a lot, even with comics, there's a lot of funny people, but you put them on a extended period on audio, they're really bad. Yeah. And it's like, how do you go, like, I there's someone on our network I have to have this conversation with and not have them there anymore because they're not good. Yeah. And it's really difficult for me to write that email because who am I to judge? And just send numbers, <laughs> just send raw data. <laughs> just... <clears throat> but, that's... but the numbers aren't real numbers, they're just a frowny face, <laughs> they're just shaped in oh, the shape are. of a frowny face. <laughs> they are, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, how many shows do I give them? But then it's like, well, what if you're an asshole too? Like, if the person was really nice and outgoing and helpful, I wouldn't care if they had a shitty show, yeah. Because they're good people. Well, we, and eventually their show would probably become 
much better because they're not shitty people. So, because <laughs> like shitty people aren't going to attract great great, great guests. No. Like not on a podcast. No. Like you would it, sometimes. It's like I'll ask these people if they want to be on my podcast. Let's see if they'll if they'll do it. And uh, because I'm nice, I've been able to have some pretty great. Like Derek Sheen's done stupid questions i mean he's on tour with brian posein yeah. half the year no, you know so i mean episode. he's so awesome but he did stupid questions with me and then he also did uh sketch sandwich which i even had my cousin <laughs> write me later and he's like i listened to that and was laughing really hard and there's only like one thing that i thought of later that would have been funny and funnier in that sketch and it's if he would have not been allergic to peanut butter, if peanut butter would have been one of the things that he was fine to eat because everyone's allergic to peanut butter. But that's one thing he's like, no, I can just, I love it. Put it in everything. <laughs> that episode actually infuriated me because I hate when people chew or smack their lips on the microphone and fucking Tasha's eating peanut butter on the microphone. Oh no, no, that was the, was that, that was, different? that's a different episode. <laughs> No, that was, was like, that, was that was the stupid questions. That was the stupid questions with Natasha. Um, and then it was the sketch sandwich with Derek Sheen where he was the the chef that had 19 yeah. ingredients yeah. that he wasn't allergic yeah. to. It's like this master chef that could only cook with 19 ingredients, which that he he's actually the reason we came up with that idea is because he's really great at cooking he's yeah. he's trying to work out a show with the food network and i hope he can get it because it would just be him going into a town it'd be nice if they had some personality on that network Jesus yeah right Christ. well and his is the idea for his show is fucking great and i i was like i i wish i could just like brian here's his <laughs> here's his show right you all want to see it so write the network and say Derek sheen for president <laughs> he also writes sci-fi with different like sharknado type of ideas that he has he's got two of them and he's like just i don't want credit for any of this just make it i just want to see it just if you guys will make this i'm giving you the idea just take it and make it please <laughs> so good but should i'm getting in touch with jackson banks oh yeah yeah i could see him cranking out some, some weird shit shark movie yeah <laughs> oh man uh eileen's watching her sister's Pomeranians and so I went went over and I was hanging out with Aaron and Eileen last night and the three Pomeranians because Eileen has one Aaron has one and then their sister who went out of town has one and so they're watching it so there were these three adorable little puppies just running you ick did you just say ew bunch of gremlins no (laughs) man they're so cute and uh (laughs) so oh man now I forgot what I was even going oh yeah so the all these Pomeranians, one of them, the little puppy bit me, and I was like, "Oh man, what if I had, like turned into like a were Pomeranian?" And uh, then we got the idea of just taking werewolf movies <laughs> and superimposing Pomeranian. like Pomeranians instead of werewolves. So there's no werewolves. Yeah, they're more disturbing though with their dumb teeth. Pomeranians have horrific teeth. No, th- I, these ones are pretty cute. Are you thinking of Shih Tzus? Are they shit shoes with bad teeth? Shit, yeah, like my dog Franny. Yeah, with a, uh, yeah. yeah, and the like, yeah, like if you guys don't know what the what what how I just looked, just know that the sound should have made up for it. Uh, that's the sound of having a massive like. Uh, I have a bad over. Sometimes Franny will only have one side. Like she'll only get one side stuck. Sometimes it's both, and she just looks super dumb. <laughs> But lovable. You liked little dogs. You know, I didn't. I really didn't like little dogs until Franny. Have you stepped on her before? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I have. Because <laughs> she's been like right by, not on purpose. Yeah. Like fuck you. You want to know what it's like being in Tokyo under Godzilla's rule? <laughs> fuck you, Franny. No, it was like I, it's always been on accident. Like I would never hurt her intentionally. Uh, but like it sucks when you hear yeah, and you're like, God damn it, dude! That, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm a giant to you. Or how they want to cuddle with you on the couch. I love that. Oh. oh man, I love that. It makes me feel so much less lonely, Zasha. <laughs> makes me feel like something actually cares. They do. I think they really care, unless there's food around. 
I could do a big dog, like a black lab or a golden retriever. You know, I love all animals, though. I just love animals. I, ju- I trust them more than I do humans. They're just honest. Could you do a pit bull? Or yeah, a yeah, so yeah. Lo- oh, a pit bull. I love pit bulls. Like, as long as I raised it from a puppy and I knew its mom, like as long as I could meet the family that it came from and I know that it was, it didn't come from crazy, like it wasn't like a junkyard dog. Yeah. Um, but you know, I'll even be honest. One of my friends went and he got a rescue. He rescued a pit. Uh, like he went to the humane society and they found this pit purebred and it's been one of the best dogs. Like it's named Zeppelin. I adore that dog. I Noah Noah grew up around it. Like, uh, when I got, when my ex-wife, when Noah's mom and I separated and I moved up to Roy, I lived in the house with this dog. And so Noah was with me half the time and that dog gave a shit about Noah. Like it was, it was honestly like, whoa, oh man. Noah could hook the leash on it and walk it around and the dog would not pull at all. If I got him on the leash though, he would pull. Like it was weird to see like it knew the complete, complete difference. Um, Nice to the kid, alpha male in the man. Oh yeah, well, and it, but I I remember one time even having to be like, hey, I like saying something. I told you not to do that, and blah blah blah. And the dog came right in between us and sat with his back to no, like Noah, but was staring at me. Just, what are you doing? You know better <laughs> than to yell at him. Look at him; he's a baby, you bastard. <laughs> Plus, he actually feeds me under the table, and you don't. So fuck you. But yeah, it, I love pit bulls. Um, one of my old roommates uh, had one of those big, dumb English bulldogs that foamed from the mouth. Yeah, those are gross. Stunk. And he trained him to hump people's legs. He so, trained him to do that? Yeah, so Dude, that's a... Ew. Every time someone walked through the door, this big, dumb bulldog would rush and oh, fuck man. its leg. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> so gross. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I like dogs, cats. I even... I mean, I had uh, my... I took care of animals for some of my neighbors. That's so, one thing that I did as a kid to make money like before i had a job but then i i would drive our four-wheeler up to my friend's house and let let the dogs out feed them he had horses a goat two dogs (laughs) three cats oh this guy was great um robert miller's his name he uh first honestly a first jewish person that i ever remember meeting i and i didn't like because I grew up in Morgan, so the super Mormon town, yeah. and he moved in. He was, uh, he's probably still like Jewish. head of yeah. Well, yeah, he's still <laughs> Jewish, I'm sure. Uh, he was head of McKay Hospital at night. Like, I mean, he smart, smart, kick ass guy. But uh, did he drink goat smoke? Is that no? He just had a he just had a goat. There was a bird that flew into the hospital one one day and he's like, I'll have it. And so he had a bird. <laughs> like he just a, a cool guy. Never had any kids. He and his wife never had kids because they both worked long ass hours at the hospital. They were both nurses. And then so they just had animals and that was their that was their kids. But they I mean they paid me really yeah. ridiculous. That's why when people were like Jewish people are tight. I was like, no, motherfucker. Like, not if you, not if you're in tight with them. Not if you take care of their kids. Uh, like, they paid me really well, and they were just really cool. Like, they, I, they, I got to see the Grateful Dead. Well, the Dead minus Jerry Garcia because he bought me tickets. Yeah. Like, oh hey, I got these tickets. You should go see him. It's like, how many times have you seen him? <laughs> I don't remember. A lot. Hey, could you own a spider, a scorpion, or a snake? No. All of those creep the shit out of me. Yeah. Not really like spiders don't really get me. Scorpions are just like that's it's just a weird thing because it, it makes me think of alien. <laughs> like the face hugger in alien. They look way too much like that for me to be comfortable with it. And uh so I fucked those things. I had a snake for I took care of the school, the middle school that I went to over the summer, they had a snake and someone had to take care of it. So I took it for half the summer, and then my friend Tony took it for half the other like half a boa? yeah it was a red-tailed boa mm-hmm. and his name was ivan <laughs> and it was awesome it was a kick-ass snake and i got it i was like i'm gonna break my fear of snakes yeah. i fucking don't want to be scared of snakes and i liked that snake i could pick that snake up i could hold that snake i still just i don't like snakes 
that one I was fine with, but other ones, like I even have a girl that I work with and she has a Python, like a ball Python and she'll bring it in to the store when she's off work and stuff like that. Just has it. And she'll walk around with oh, it, drive with it. People. She just carries. Yeah. She's, and I mean, it's very social. The snake is cool. I don't like it though, man. Something about, you want me to tell you my problem yeah, with snakes please. and it's, I fucking hate them. They don't have legs. <laughs> I hate that. It sounds so stupid. I, I've actually like working on a joke about it, but it's like, that's really what it fucks me up is like, you don't have legs. Ugh. Cause really that's all. That's what separates them from being a lizard. Yeah. If they were a lizard, they would have legs and I'd be fine with it. But the fact that they can move as fast as they can without legs and, and coiling so and coiling is yeah. gross. That is so gross. Like when a dog just like kind of cuddles up, in itself and it just can like roll yeah. over and it like can lay its head on its own ass a little yeah. bit and it's just like cuddled up and it's just like oh you, you're just nestling up and that's cute because you're furry when a snake coils it's like ugh yeah. ugh look at that ew that filthy spring of filth of ugh. I fucking hate snakes I don't like snakes yeah yep just they I, and you know what like the thing that fucking sucks about snakes too is like you'll walk through a parking lot and see not a snake but something that looks close enough, like a snake out of the corner of your yeah. eye, and you'll jump, and then you have to like look around. <laughs> I thought I saw a snake. <laughs> oh, I do man. feel bad for snakes, though. Have you ever seen the rattlesnake round, roundup videos? No. Oh, dude, in Texas, they have like these big three-day parties where they go and round up like 15,000 rattlesnakes and kill them. Like, it's Why? Why? Because they're Texan. I don't know. It's creepy. Well, that just sounds so fucking Texas. Right? <laughs> yeah. Just, you know what we should do? Yeah. There's nothing else to do but uh, show that we still... Fuck. I just hit my drink over. But there's nothing nothing like showing that we still have dominion over the animals to prove the Bible right, boys. Right? <laughs> Let's get them snakes. Those stupid Dumbass. son of a bitch and serpents that tricked Adam in the first place to eat that... You know what I'm talking about, boys. Let's get them. Snakes. Oh, fuck. I hate Texas and I hate snakes. I want... But... If I had to choose, I would want the snakes to win every time against Texas. Yeah. If you took Austin, and I like El Paso. I lived in El Paso, and I really liked that place. Though my favorite attraction at the zoo is snakes. Really? So it's weird. Because uh, it, it smells gross in there. It's disgusting. But it, it is cool. I do remember always liking that as a kid. Like looking at a cottonmouth snake? It's yeah. Like, well, and they have a cobra. Yeah, and knowing that they just... Kill you like just in 10 fucking seconds. fast, yeah. so fast, and cobras can spit. <laughs> <laughs> what an angry bastard! Me? No. Oh, the cobra? Yeah. I was like, well, me, yeah, but but cobras too. Uh, <laughs> just gonna spit on you. <laughs> like gleeking is what it looks like. Just like we're really good at it. We've been practicing. We're that. We're that douche that got really good at gleeking. Do you remember that? Can you gleek? <laughs> Was that the coolest thing when you were in seventh grade? I learned how. Because I was like, fuck yeah, gleeking. No, I never did gleeking. <laughs> Do you know what it is? No. Where you can just like shoot. Oh, sure. Yeah. Don't yeah. Where you shoot <laughs> like. Uh, Between your teeth. Yeah. Where it's just spit. like. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But it comes from below your tongue. Yeah. And yeah. you just like. Eat, you like of course shoot it. we did that. Yeah. Like squirting for your mouth. <laughs> squirting for your mouth. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but so that's what I mean. That's what the Cobra is, and it's such a douche move. <laughs> Did you just spit on me? No, I gleeked. I just gleeked on I like you. When cobras get their ass kicked by badgers. Oh, the mongoose. Yeah, the mongoose. Oh man, the mongoose is so badass. <laughs> and they taunt them too. They get like twenty of them, and they just fuck with the thing. Mongoose media. It's like Pelican Media, though. Pelican <laughs> Publishing. <laughs> the Pelican's a shitbird. Isn't that what we were saying? Yeah. Then the best part about that, right after you said the Pelican's a shitty bird, is lazy. It's just one. It's lazy. It's a fucking lazy bird. Doesn't fly enough. <laughs> Come on, bird, fly more. <laughs> Awesome. It's the only bird that just sits in the middle of the ocean doing nothing. <laughs> I'm a pelican. There was a movie with Julia Roberts and Denzel Washington called the Pelican Brief, and I'm a pelican. Derp, derp, derp. How does an NBA team name their team that? 
I think it had something to do with the wreckage of Katrina. Why didn't they name themselves the <laughs> New Orleans Hurricanes? The New Orleans Shrimp. <laughs> the Bubba Gum Shrimp Company. That's not even a name. We're just a company that likes the NBA a whole lot. Fucking Pelicans. Oh, Maybe man. it'd be a cooler bird if it had a better name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they could have been like anything. You're picking a mascot. You could have been anything. Yeah. And you went with Pelicans. <laughs> and it's the same owner that owns the Saints, right? That's a shitty name for a football team, too, because there's nothing saintly about football. Right? No. Well, and that's the weird thing is like, why don't we give New Orleans Pelicans back the jazz name? Yeah. That we bought I when we bought the Jazz Pelicans and we become the Utah Saints. name for a Utah sports team. <laughs> the Salt Lake Pelicans. The Utah Goals. <laughs> G-U-L-L-S. Well, Z, because we have to put Z at the end of every sports name we have here. Grizz. Bees. Bees. Jazz. Oh, I remember they were trying to get the Hornets name, or there was talk there. But the problem with changing the Jazz name is the rebranding you have to do. Yeah, I don't want them to change it to spend too long. I want them to move. I don't, dude. Don't even say that. That would hurt my heart so much. I just don't like the Larry H. Miller organization. Well, that's fine. Don't like them. Love the Jazz. That's why I don't work for them. Like, they treat employees so poorly. Well, that's fine. Hmm. (laughs) I'm just... (laughs) But the Jazz, I really like the team a lot. Why? Because I've been a fan my whole life. I noticed today when I came here, you were watching the Jazz game. That surprised me. You didn't? Yeah, I don't talk about how big of a sports fan I am, but I actually keep up with sports. What's your favorite sport? Uh, Basketball and then hockey. Yeah. Have you ever seen gymnastics? Yeah, actually, I took tumbling. I was a, I, yeah, I did tumbling when I was a kid. It probably doesn't surprise you at all. <laughs> Just see me like doing a Randolph backhand spring, right? Look at him doing those flips. I knew he could do it. Wow, Jason's good on my, that pummel horse. Yeah, my sister actually, my oldest sister was a cheerleader at the U for a while. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. When Ma Fala was playing running back, she was, uh-huh. you know, a sports beat. Yeah. The cheerleader yeah. that for like in the nineties that they, the year that you cheerleader that they would throw up and catch at the beginning of sports beat every week. Yeah, that was my sister. No shit. Yeah. See, if I could have done things over, I would have been a male cheerleader. Oh man, I would have been a male cheerleader, marine biologist at the University of Hawaii. Oh, dude, you right. just yeah, that's, that's the life. And but if you got attacked by a shark in Hawaii, you're no one. You got to come back and get attacked by a shark, <laughs> Sasha. I'm going to import sharks to attack me. God damn it. I want to be attacked by a shark. I actually, I used to have a joke about. No, you don't. About being attacked by a shark. No, I don't. No. Well, and that's what the joke was that it's like, if I'm ever attacked by a shark, I hope it kills me. Maybe a nurse shark. Because like, (laughs) it attacks you and mends you. I got bumped into by a sand shark. Yeah. But like, I talked about how it's like, if I am ever attacked by a shark, I hope it kills me. Because that would be the shittiest thing to survive. Because, like, if you were ever hurt in any other way, like, if you were like, oh, how did you lose your arm? Car accident. No one's going to be like, wait, what happened? Yeah. But if you get your arm bit off by a shark, people are going to be like, you get American Express endorsements. Wait, wait, wait. What? What happened? It's like, well, I I got attacked by a shark. No details. What happened? (laughs) What happened? It's just like, well, I, I just got attacked. It hurt. It was violent. Um, I, you know, like until like the adrenaline started pumping through, you know, the parts of my body that the shark didn't bite off. <laughs> the, and then it was, it was just scary and just really violent. Have you done cage diving before? No, I would love to though. With a great white, I yeah. really, that's a goal of mine. I really want to. Speaking of podcasts, we should go do this out in San Francisco. Go cage diving? Yeah. I'll do no. I will. I'm not even shitting you. You, you let me know when, and I, I will, I will do whatever I can. Yeah, we should take. It a, can't be around June, June fifth through the tenth. I will be out of town. <laughs> but you let me know. Other than that, I have. What's more important than? At the drive-ins reunion, I already bought tickets to see them in Seattle. The drive-ins reunion. At the drive-in, the band at the drive-in. I'm gonna go see them. They just got back together. 
they're doing a reunion tour uh, and then they're gonna but they're also gonna put out new music i'm excited you're gonna go tour with dave matthews this summer too no no no, no at the drive-ins actually not they're a punk band from el paso texas they're not anything like dave matthews uh it's one of the reasons why i broke up with the girl once she liked dave matthews yeah that's a good enough reason couldn't fucking stand it well if you had to hear it all the time every day all day oh yeah yeah so depressing so horrible what would you say i look like tom hanks <laughs> oh man uh <laughs> I think we got nothing Crash to today. <laughs> into me. <laughs> Sorry. I'll make Dave Matthews even worse than Dave Matthews. <laughs> yeah, that video where he just had... Oh man, I'm going blank on the comedian's name that wears the trucker hats. <laughs> He's in Thirty oh. Rock. Jonas Jonah. I can't fucking think of his name, but he just walked around giving people hooks through the whole video. <laughs> that was it. It was like goddamn gimmick. Dave Matthews love everyone. Look at my fiddle player. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Dave Matthews. Oh man, I, you know what? I've heard. That the way to see him is live. I've heard that. That's <laughs> and it really pisses me off because I'm a huge deadhead, and Dave Matthews was really struggling for a long time. Yeah, but Garcia was a fan of their guitarist, so they opened for him in '95 the yeah. whole year, which is before Garcia died. Yeah, and they got made by the Grateful Dead, and so they call Dave Matthews Grateful Dave. Oh, I don't like That's that. That's his insider name. Oh, I don't grateful like that. Dave. I don't like that at all. It's fucking disgusting. Is he it's grateful? Embarrassing. And <laughs> Just, it's like, you know, and then I, I'm reading Yahoo yesterday and have you, did John you see, Mayer did, is, did you see The Grateful Dead with Garcia then? Once, yeah. That's awesome. And then... did you see? Have you seen him since, though, without him? Because I saw him no, once with Warren Haynes. No, I wouldn't do From it. Government Mule, and it was badass. It was so good. It was really good. And I know it's definitely not the same without Garcia, but this dude, Warren Haynes, is fucking unreal on the guitar. But uh, who's the singer of uh, The Dead? I can't think of, not Garcia, but... Bob Weir. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he and uh, Warren Haynes came out and did an acoustic rendition of Beatles' Blackbird. Uh-huh. And it's still one of the prettiest things I've ever heard in my fucking life. Like, See, I hate it, Bob Weir. Really? I fucking can't stand him. See, like I think Jerry Garcia is the greatest guitarist who's ever lived, and I can have a serious debate about. No, I, I it's, here's the whole thing is I won't even debate that because I think you are. It's arguable. Mm. Yo, yeah. I, I don't agree, but I also am like I. You like would Rolling be able Stones to make. Has him you like would be able to. Uh, no, that's bullshit. Right? Well, I, dude could just play yeah. flat out fucking play. Like jam band, jam bands will never get their due because people are like fucking stoner, boo boo boo. But it's like, no, that dude knew music like, in and out. Do you know how much out. heroin he was on? <laughs> and how much acid he was on? Like, go fuck yourself. Yeah, no, he was a, a insane talent. But I'm a big Jerry Garcia band fan, and I'm a fan of his side projects, the pizza stuff, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, pizza it's tapes, and then he did like six albums with David Grishman, and he's done an album with Sanjay Mutna, which is some Indian guitarist. And so he's got this whole, cur- like he did, he toured like 285 days a year with the Grateful Dead, but he toured like 220 days a year by himself. So he's got two different sides of music, right? Yeah. And Bob Weir just fucking drives me out of my mind. And so, no, when he died, Grateful Dead died. And oh, I, 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 they and definitely did. I was did. a bigger fan of the Grateful Dead when Pigpen was alive, and it was Pigpen and Jerry Garcia. Yeah, which was early '70s, and they did all blues music. But so no, yeah, well, no, I mean Jerry Garcia. No, I, I'm not a Hendrix fan. Me neither. To be honest, like when people are like Hendrix was the greatest, and I'm like, he was a great live guitar player because he would hit wrong notes and just make it right. Like he would somehow make it. Yeah. He would bend the note or do whatever he had to do to make it. Tons fit. of charisma, great voice, and uh, and fun. Really fun. Loud clothes. Yep. And fucking when you he could and you know what a bandana damn acid and and put it on your forehead you're a bad motherfucker. And uh, the fact I mean the way that he would do the wah and everything he was a fantastic guitar player. I personally even though I know there's a lot of plagiarism involved with Led Zeppelin 
They've been taken to court seven times and lost. Yeah. Uh, all time, every time they've been taken to court for stealing a song, yeah. they've paid out. Yeah. And so, I mean, that sucks. I like Jimmy Page as a guitar player better than Hendrix. Now, is he my favorite? Nope. My favorite guitar player, ugh, that's a tough one because I really like Jay Maskus from Dinosaur Jr. who will never get his due, but that dude can well on a guitar. What um, do you think of got the guy from Rage Against the Machine? Tom Morello? Yeah. Really inventive. I think he's a good guitar player. He's an inventive guitar player. I don't think he's necessary as as far as Have skill you heard and his stuff. Acoustic stuff before? No. Yeah, I should check it out. They they put see, him in the I, top ten. See, yeah. I like I like him. I don't think Omar Rodriguez Lopez from the Mars Volta and at the drive-in. He was the guitar player and at the drive-in, and then the guitar player and wrote all the music in the Mars Volta. Is probably my favorite guitar player because he'll throw 150 effects down on something but still at the heart of it there's still something unique as fuck like sometimes he's influenced by salsa pianists and so it's just like a lot of weird like tapping and just like sounds almost like piano playing on a guitar like that type of stuff really cool to me but um, like a lot of latin guitars yeah that's he's uh the dude from vamos a la playa like it's the shittiest song yeah but they're great i don't remember the name of their the gypsy kings that fucker's Mm. good that's the whole thing. There, I just saw some guy today, and one of the first things I noticed is he's not playing with a pick. And it was something just on Facebook, and I just saw this video, and I saw him, like, moving his hand, like, finger-picking and then, like, strumming, but then also, like, pinching strings and stuff like that. And I was like, fuck, dude, because I don't play with a pick generally when I play my guitar because my dad never did. Doesn't it fuck your fingers? Yeah, it does. Like, I've definitely I've busted my fucking finger, yeah, like, was, above, yeah. like, the cuticle and stuff like that tore him up but my dad's always played no pick on an acoustic and it's always still in my head it's like that's how a guitar should sound like it sounds really good and i saw this dude welling on a fucking electric that way and i watched a seven minute video (laughs) on this guy and he just it was cool as shit like he just loved playing the guitar he came from the same place les paul's from just like a farm podunk town you know yeah. somewhere and like his dad would work long hours and his dad would come home and he's like i gotta lay down i'm tired and he'd always be too. like he'd always be like well dad i mean do you care if i you care if i play and he's like no go go ahead just don't turn it up too loud and he said that his dad was interviewed and he's like eventually I, I started to notice every day he was getting better like yeah. better like and he's like that became what I was looking forward to is I'm going to get done with work and I'm going to go home and I'm going to listen to my son play the guitar as I fall asleep. And I'm like, that's badass. Like that's badass that you got your dad looking forward to like, I can't wait till I go home and I can listen to my son play the guitar and he's backing up your craft. Like that's, you know, you're a badass when your dad's like, fuck yeah, you keep, you keep jamming that shit, Johnny, (laughs) you well it out. I wish I would have remembered the name, but I mean, uh, he's going out on a tour. He's releasing an album this year. He just got to open up for Leonard Skinner nice and play with leonard skinner on stage so i thought that was kind of a cool thing and but yeah just, honestly mind-blowing some of the shit because he'll do like harmonics on some strings with like a well he's like bending and playing just like a regular note on another string at the same time because he's not playing with a pick so he can hit so many different things and he's taught his hand to like almost like how bob dylan i've heard rolls his tongue to hit keys on a harmonica like that, yeah. like so he'll, yeah, it's fucking crazy. Like the dude was insane. Are you a fan of Slash? Yes, not Guns N' Roses. I fucking hate Guns N' Roses, but Slash is a good guitar player. So you're not excited that they're reuniting? No, no, I, I'm not. I, I hate Axl Rose so bad. I think he sounds like a bad Adam Sandler <laughs> impression. <laughs> knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. Oh, hey, 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 hey. Knocking on heaven's door. Have you heard that? Oh, yeah. I t- it's so bad. I told someone that that, and they're like, "No, he doesn't." I was like, "Listen, the worst that he ever sounds. It sounds like Adam Sandler's mocking Axl Rose when you listen to Guns N' Roses' version of Knocking on Heaven's Door." And it's so funny. Gun- okay, oh, let me take. I will s- sh- take this back. Guns N' Roses are two different fucking bands just like Grateful Dead was yeah yeah because 
appetite for destruction yeah. is completely different yeah. than anything else they did after. They became appetite like for a destruction was just duet. like yeah, yeah, like like rocking the fuck out. Yeah. And then any everything after that was ballad bullshit. It was they became Bon Jovi without the, the like people make fun of Bon Jovi, but Bon Jovi never bullshit of being like tough. No, he is a pussy. He's always He's never yeah. like never was like I'm a metal motherfucker. Yeah. Wow. But like Axl Rose tried to pick fights with fucking Motley Crue and it's like, dude, the drugs we're doing that I do every night would kill you. <laughs> the drugs that I fucking do every night. You could your dick would be broken <laughs> with all the like the gangbangs that we are just having. Right. With dirty syringes, not even the girls. You couldn't handle the girls either, but the, just the dirty syringes were fucking. You couldn't handle Axl Rose. And then he tried to pick a fight with Kurt Cobain. It's like, dude, I jump out of rafters into fucking drum sets. Yeah. You think you're going to hurt me? No. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm a trailer trash kid that's shooting up deadly amounts of heroin. Fuck you. <laughs> he was just a dickhead, like high school bully kid that just got fame too quick, I think. Didn't you know what I'm saying? Where he just like got too much too fast. He does play a good piano though. Oh, he does play the piano. Yeah, like he is a musician. I think he can read and write music too. Yeah, but I still don't like him. Can we still just say fuck, fuck Axl Rose? Yeah. Fuck Axl. Fuck Rose. you, Axl Rose. Yeah. John Moyer. Every rose Axl has Rose. its thorn. Sam Smith. Fuck them all. Who is it? Who Sam are the other? Smith. Who's Sam Smith from? Is, He's the one that's sung. The only one you would probably know is the opening for the new James Bond film. Is he just a solo artist? Yeah. Yeah, yeah then fuck him. But he makes, like, the new, the amount of money the new male single singers are getting and how much radio time they get is fucking disgusting. Really? Yeah. So you're telling me don't go into comedy to be a male singer? No. No. Don't be a douchebag is what you're saying. <laughs> Don't work at a shitty radio station because you have to listen to this shit. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you so much, Sasha, for coming on. Yeah, I don't know what we got to come. We got to come. This is this is stupid <laughs> questions we got to talk about. We talked about me being a jazz fan. We talked about uh, Earhole Media and where we're going, pretty much, basically. Sort of. We're go Yeah. Halfway there. There's a future. Yeah. There's. Hey, there's a future with Earhole Media. Thanks for being around for a year. Yeah. And uh, we didn't we didn't talk about Goldfish. We'll have to save that for round two. Goldfish. I know, guys. There will be a round two with Sasha Bloom, and we will talk about Goldfish because he's like, I fucking hate dogs, and I was like, What? <laughs> no. And he's like, I was like, Well, do you like cats? And he's like, No. He's like, Well, what? Do you just uh, you're just not a pet person? He's like, No, I like Goldfish. And I was like, Why? Because they're easy. He's like, No, they aren't easy. I had three tanks at one time, and I had I I gave surgery to one. So we'll be back, and we'll it'll be entitled the episode will be called goldfish surgery <laughs> anyway thanks so much for coming yeah. over sasha and hey, hanging out and talking man, I appreciate you thank you thanks for a great year man it was awesome so of course thank you thank you thanks so much guys keep listening and uh i'll keep cranking out some episodes for you have a good night or day or whatever <laughs> fuck me for what for telling you what to do mainly just guys go go live your I, fuck me stop listening to this because it's over